On today's episode, we are going to take a look at three stocks that are down big right now, but I do believe they can provide great returns in the long run. Like always, we're going to try to understand what they do, how they make money, and a little bit more about their fundamentals. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and follow me on Twitch wide live stream, taking a look at stocks you want me to look at. So let's get started. But before we begin, let's take a listen to today's sponsor. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. The Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals stock advisors average stock picks have done amazing returns if growing your money is something you like to do more of this year you can visit fool.com slash jose naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stock advisor is right for you thanks again to the motley fool and now on to today's video Right, so the first company we're going to take a look at is GoodRx. This is the company that helps cons- consumers pay less for their prescription drugs. Um, so GoodRx, first, let's try to learn a little bit of how they make money. Um, one, uh, I, I have to be honest, when I first thought about GoodRx, I thought they used to sell the consumer's information. But how does GoodRx make money? First, GoodRx is free to consumers and they don't require that you create an account to search for prices or receive discounts. They make money from advertisements on their site and also referral fees. They also have a subscription model. Earlier in 2020, there was an article that said that GoodRx was selling your your personal information to other big players. And here, GoodRx actually shared a little bit about their data privacy. And the first thing they mentioned is they have never and will never sell users' personal health information. Um, So that was actually pretty cool to understand. I do believe they probably sell some other type of information maybe, um, but not your personal health record. All right, so GoodRx is traded under the NASDAQ as ticker GDRx. It's currently sitting at $40.15 with a market cap of $15.7 billion. From its all-time highs in the last six months, the stock is down about 30% from its all-time highs. So it has definitely seen a nice pullback. If we take a look at their most recent earnings for quarter four of 2020, the revenue was up 36%. Their adjusted EBITDA margins were up 30, were 32% in margins, and their adjusted net income were 21%. If we take a look at adjusted net income, they are profitable. That's a good thing. One reason they say, if we take a look at gap net loss, um, they're actually losing a nice amount of money. The reason for that loss is they do a lot of stock-based compensation. That's why certain investors like to look at adjusted net income instead. For the full year of 2020, the revenue was up 42%. Margins were, again, in net loss in gap, were a loss mainly because of stock compensation. Um, if not, their adjusted net income is actually $133 million. And that's about 24.2% margins. Their adjusted EBITAs are also positive for the year at 369 Monthly active consumers are up in this platform 32% compared to the same time last year. And subscribers has increased by 102%. And I want to say, even though this is in the, I was in the health world, right? In the health department, I don't believe COVID has really, uh, I want to say, has really 
accelerated this company i think this is a company that would have continued to grow with or without covid if we take a look at fundamentals this company is expected to grow 24.9 percent on average for the next three to five years GoodRx also gave us guidance for next year and for next year they expect revenue growth to be approximately 35 percent and adjusted or beta margins to be between 30 to 32 that's where they're hitting right now like i mentioned the company is not gap profitable right now but it's expected to be gap profitable by the end of 2021 one they are adjusted profitable and they are positive in cash flow from operations so fundamentally this company looks pretty great if we take a look at their balance sheet their balance sheet seems to be a little bit iffy right they have about a a billion dollars in cash and about 700 million dollars in debt so more more cash than debt that's a great thing remember they are profitable and they also are positive in cash flow from operations so it kind of allows me to overlook this right now there's a total of 10 analysts looking at this stock and six of them give it a buy four give it a hold the average price is about fifty dollars and fifty cents and that's about a 26 percent increase from current prices right now all right so the second company we're going to take a look at i do believe has been accelerated due to covid situation but i don't believe it's gonna slow down too much now with reopening stuff so this is teledoc which is a global leader in comprehensive virtual care they do virtual care delivery they also do provider enablement and do chronic care empowerment with their most recent acquisition so teledoc is traded under the new york stock exchange as ticker tdoc in the past six months the stock is down about 38 percent from its all-time highs it has a market cap of 27.9 billion dollars about 28 and it's sitting at 181 dollars and 26 cents if we take a quick look at some of the charts first member visits increased dramatically for teledoc in 2020 like i mentioned i do believe COVID was a huge acceleration but we can see even pre-covid this company was growing at crazy levels both visits and paid memberships are increasing the company in 2019 became operating cash flow from operations positive which is a great thing they've been adjusted to beta profitable for the past three years and their revenue is just growing at insane numbers over 80 percent of their revenue is actually reoccurring revenue tdoc right now has about 20 analysts following it 13 give it a buy seven give it a hold within that it, the average price is 257 dollars which gives it a 41 percent increase from current prices if we take a closer look at some fundamentals tdoc is expected to grow 25.5 percent on average for the next three to five years the company unfortunately is not gap profitable right now we saw they were adjusted or beta they were also positive in cash flow from operations all right so if we take a look at their balance sheet it's not i want to say my favorite but because of this new acquisition um, their long-term and other assets has increased dramatically this company does not have that much cash compared to debt it has about 1.4 billion dollars in debt compared to 800 million dollars in cash i could see this company doing another offering if it hasn't within this quarter the final company we're going to take a look at is skills and this is a platform for competitive and mobile gaming so skills has pretty much two main business the first business is they have a game platform themselves and they have games in there so you can play those games within their platform to make some form of money doing competitions right doing esports tournament the second thing is if you are a developer of a game company you can use their tools to insert it into your game 
Skills right now has definitely pulled back a nice amount. It's traded under the New York Stock Exchange as ticker SKLC. It's currently sitting at $17.26. And in the past six months, all-time high, the stock is down 60.5%. And it currently has a market cap of 67 billion dollars there are a few uh, i recently just watched an uh, interview with their ceo i definitely would recommend going to like um, a platform and just taking a look and, and try to find some of the ceo interviews i think that's a great way to learn a little bit more about the company and to great learn a little bit more about the leadership and overall i am pretty excited about skills skills has had some recent news for example on march 18th of 2021 they did announce a public offering at $24 per share. Uh, so that actually pulled the stock a nice amount. And the stock didn't hit that $24 and has just keep, keep dropping from there. A second thing is on April 8th, the CEO actually wrote in a message board. I think it was Seeking Alpha. Yes, on Seeking Alpha, he shared some of his thoughts. Uh, there, It is great. I won't say people should read it. I do believe it was pretty cool for the CEO to come and just talk to like us, the retail investors in one way or another. My favorite, it, it's a quick read, probably about five minutes. But my favorite thing is that this company, when they give us guidance and they gave us guidance for quarter one, which was expected to be, which is expected to be 84% year over year growth. This guidance that they give us does not include potential new games in our revenue because they don't know how well that game will do. Um, and this company has, for example, just gotten a, a latest, a latest partnership with Big Buck Hunter. So games like that are not included in this company's future revenue and i thought that's actually a pretty cool concept to understand it shows me that hey even with this crazy growth rate the company is still being a bit conservative in their guidance if we take a look at future growth the company is expected to grow 28 percent on average for the next three to five years that's some strong news unfortunately the company is not profitable right now and they are not positive in cash flow from operations if we take a look at their balance sheet though their balance sheet is super strong they have plenty of cash compared to debt they actually have no debt to their name so this is what you need especially for a company that's not positive in cash flow from operations that's not positive in earnings in their most recent earnings they reported about 230 million dollars in revenue that was a 92 percent revenue growth that is insane they also announced some great partnerships with different brands for the future and i am excited to see their next quarter and the potential quarters from here so right now there are six analysts following skills out of those six four are giving it a buy two are giving it a hold the average price is thirty dollars and 67 cents which gives this a gain of about 77.5 percent from its current price right now so those are the three companies i wanted to talk about today um, now let me just share my overall thoughts first i do enjoy all three of these companies and it, it's actually pretty hard for me to determine how i would play them in my portfolio if I, I, I want to say if I had to choose a favorite, I I don't know. I, I, I like skills. So skills, right? We saw the company is not profitable right now. It's not positive in cap earnings. It has a strong balance sheet. And I do believe how this company is being very conservative on its guidance can do some great returns if they come up with some great games and it can just destroy expectations. So I do see the overall potential of skills being super strong. Go to RX, a company that is growing at crazy levels. It is positive in adjusted EBITDA. It is positive in cash flow. It is growing <clears throat> its consumers, its subscribers at, at insane levels as well. 
um, and a strong balance sheet. That one also looks pretty good. I think for me, my two favorites would have to be good RX and skills. Then I would kind of put them in a tie. Then it would have to be Teladoc. Teladoc, again, great levels. It's growing at crazy markets. It is positive in cash flow from operations. It is also it was also with a, a decent balance sheet, right? After its recent acquisitions, the balance sheet itself has kind of pulled back in form of short-term assets compared to, to debt. That's the only thing I didn't like. Um, I do believe the one that are I do believe skills is probably gonna be the one that's the more riskier one. And it's going to be the one that's more volatile in the future. Teladoc and GoodRx, I feel like their volatility will be at similar levels within the next few years. And between those two, like I mentioned, I feel like I might be a little bit more bullish on GoodRx. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, subscribe. Like always, hit the thumbs up. Take care and let me know which of these three were your favorites if you would were to rank them in one, two, three. So take care, guys, and see you next time.